That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa, and with me as always, my sweet, sweet co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. And that's that's right. We are back, baby. After a hiatus, The Bachelor was done, and Mike and I were like, we wanted to just enjoy life, baby. So we've been doing other shit, but we haven't been able to talk that much. So that's why we're doing this little comeback episode. Remember I called you on the phone just because I missed you? Yeah, we we forgot that for some reason we are friends in real life, and we can just talk to each other. We don't need a podcast to do it. (laughs) But... We're back, baby. We're back, back, baby. That's right. We back like we never left. That's right. We went for a pack of smokes, but then now we're back because we are we're making money now. Let's go. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, look, guys, we are back in two weeks. The Bachelorette starts up again, and we uh, we got to talk, and we thought, okay, look, we want to find a way to get our buddy on this podcast. I, we know that she doesn't watch the uh the Bachelor franchise. What can we do to get her on board? And then it clicked. I had just spoken to our next guest about a terrible show. I had just finished watching on Netflix. She was like, yeah, let's go for it. So please, welcome to the channel, Annika Sila. Hello, Annika. Hello. I'm I'm certainly an emotion about being here today. Uh, I want to say excited, but did, did Chris tell you uh, my pitch for the name of this show? No, please tell me. I told Chris that we should call this We Didn't Get a Rosary. And <laughs> I hate it, it was... <laughs> no, what? Yeah, I fucking hate puns. <laughs> I don't care. It's good. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's not a pun guy. <laughs> it's excellent. But the second you go for a pun, I'm just like, come on, man. You don't need it. It's good. I it's actually it. good, though. Yeah. I would just like to say, I would like to say this episode is a great one because I get to do an episode with two of my favorite people, Mike Carosa and Annika, who has been one of my longest comedy friends since I started doing comedy in Seattle. And this episode means a lot. I met you and Annika on the same, same weekend at the very least, if not the same show. Um, that's right to the defunct hilarious comedy festival i here's my thought to be defunct at something it implies you existed (laughs) for more than a weekend like (laughs) defunct implies there was sort of a funked sort of a function if you will and was that wasn't was there no other year of it i thought it it was a second year oh not a third or a fourth like i thought maybe Nope. The point being, folks, is that if you're ever like, should I go to a comedy festival? Probably no. You're probably <laughs> fine. That's hey, unfair. That's unfair. Yes, this is one that's been running for multiple and multiple years. Huh. But then, you know even what? then, there's never some go that to are the good first on the first try. There are no, some the, that are good on the first go. I the will... only first of anything you should go to is this episode of We Didn't Get a Rosary, which is going to be a recurring segment that right now, both Mike, <laughs> um, because this is an audio podcast, you have no way of confirming this, but both Mike <laughs> and Chris are giving me a huge thumbs up. Chris is now making smooshy lips. Doing double thumbs street. up. Which is really weird. Oh, it, it's oh, he's going for an open mouth kiss of the, his webcam right now. Uh-huh. I'm not. Uh-huh. Mike, does he always start like this? He does. Yeah, he's very, very nice. I've never uh, been gaslit on my own podcast before. <laughs> this is my first time doing uh, audio-only content in months, so I forgot how much power you have when people <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. you. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell them I'm always wearing a, a three-piece suit in different colors every episode. And This uh, is honestly what I deserve because every single time I'm a guest on a podcast, and he also, as a co-host of this podcast, I am constantly derailing and ruining things. You are things. a monster. So yeah, you are. Now, really... now I am I'm, a taste I am of keeping us railed this time. I am yes, railing entirely. us. Uh, on, we didn't get a rosary. Before Go ahead. You know what? Before we get any further, if you don't like the name, we didn't get a rosary, go ahead and drop me a follow at Annika Seeley on Twitter. Um, and if you do like it, uh, give me a follow on Instagram at Annika Seeley, um, and we can kind of see whether people like it or not. Hmm. <laughs> I see what you well, did there. You you did exactly what I wanted to do. Make sure to get the, <laughs> the info out. You can follow us at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be more active on that while the Bachelor Universe is back in effect. You can find Chris and I in our individual link trees. It's just easier like that. My link tree is Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. Chris's link tree is Chris Bahia Comedy. Uh, good, uh, what, good comedy. The latest one At is Good Comedy sold Show out. on Instagram. Uh, Next the link tree, I don't remember. Out. It's probably uh, link tree good comedy. Yours. It's linked to yours, I think, too. Yeah. So, oh yeah, if we're plugging not just our socials, I would love to plug the new tabletop gaming yes. production studio that I and the incredible Ifiwadiwe put together. Uh, we just finished recording. Uh, I'm not sure when this episode comes out, but I think it'll be coming accurate out tomorrow, to say. baby. We Whoa! Okay, short turnaround on that editing, yeah. huh? Uh, hey, editing. <laughs> editing is in quotes. <laughs> I love this. For us, um, anyway, at time of recording <laughs> and airing, it'll it'll be a couple of weeks before it comes out. But we are playing a game created by Andrew Orvidal, uh, the a very oh, funny stand-up wow. comedian in Denver. Um, and we are doing a mini campaign of that. It stars myself, uh, Ify Wadiwe is a GM, Christina Ariel, who is the host of the official Star Wars podcast. Nice. She's very funny. Um, as well as Owen Bones, who's an incredibly good music producer uh, and also a Twitch streamer who goes under the name Mystery School. And then finally, uh, professional NFL football player Johnny Stanton is on it as well. And Johnny what? wonderful. <laughs> when I was just in L.A., um, he, if he and I did a leg day together and I'm still spiritually damaged from that, if not physically. <laughs> so go check it out. That's uh, Get on the Horse. Uh, oh, is that what media. you're wearing? I am wearing the Get on the Horse logo, which my partner was like, isn't it a bit masturbatory to wear your own no. Uh, no. logo? And I was no. like, isn't it a bit masturbatory that I'm not going to sleep with you because you said that? Just kidding. <laughs> Edit that out. Oh, wait, we don't. Do Are y'all selling no that yet? Happening. I want one. Uh, we currently have them as uh, dis or not Discord. We have them as Kickstarter um, exclusive merch, but I will send one your way. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the Kickstarter and and I'm willing to pay to help support. We're so far over our goal now. So okay, really then mail, mail me the free hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting <laughs> shit. Every I'm going start, to start not saying things because I'm just not cutting anything. You no, it's wonderful. That. It's it's such amazing support. Um, now I, we're so talking I'm about so embezzlement, sorry. baby. Baby. What? No, <laughs> all of that money is... I was, uh, no, yeah, kidding. all of this money goes back into the into of paying course. our talents. So, um, but anyway, nothing yeah. wrong so is, is happening. It's a great thing that's getting the funding that it deserves because <laughs> y'all are awesome, creative people who are is, creating um, an awesome thing. So this is the, 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 uh, the, the game created by Andrew Orvidal, which is very fun. 
and uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about this crew. I'm looking at the Kickstarter now. It's just fun. It looks I feel nice. like this could have been stuff after the episode that you said. Uh, suck my ass. Anyway, we... <laughs> Look, I thought you meant me, Chris, and I was like, uh, yeah, I okay. Uh, no, no, no. Honestly, it's 9 p.m. my time, so I'm going to be too sleepy to plug at the end. And yeah, it, hey, we're same time zone, baby. That's why you got to get a little yeah. caffeine. Look, bud, it's time to talk about why we're here together. We decided to watch a show together, and I said, hey, guys, I just watched this terrible show on Netflix that I recommended to Annika because, Annika, you were on Twitter like, what's up, paranormal ghost hunting type show that you had fun watching now here's the thing i had fun watching this mostly in the background and there were things that later on in the season i looked up at the tv and laughed out loud so i don't feel bad for recommending it at all but good to recommend a single seating a single sitting viewing of this show all in one where you have to pay attention and take notes, I would never recommend that. And I do apologize to my co-host and our guest. I am very, very sorry. So I would like to let the world know, I'm going to put myself on blast. I had some hesitation yes, about you did. doing this episode. Yes, you did. Because someone in this Zoom, who we shall not name, <laughs> um, was worried that this would be spooky. <laughs> <laughs> okay i well, wonder let who me... will not be named yeah so who will not be named but be the spooky. prettiest person in the zoom was very <laughs> potentially scared i know i was never scared <laughs> Listen, yeah, you was shit. Never uh okay so here's the thing uh-huh Chris i ghost. i love no <laughs> no wait not... I, okay I, I have some jump. preamble questions I want to ask. Both. Yeah, let's uh, not jump. Let me explain. So I no, do like, jumping. for example, I do like scary games and I play a lot of scary you games do? like Resident yes. Evil and all that. On yeah. Twitch, it's a delight to watch. Um, yeah, it's just me good. screaming like a child. <laughs> really uh, I genuinely enjoy it. I think I do enjoy yeah. the anxiety of like, oh, like the pop scares and stuff. Yeah. I can handle jump scares. That's easy peasy monsters uh-huh. that's easy for me scary people like like crazy people that's i don't care i i think because i grew up a youth group kid mm-hmm. the idea of demons you're scared of the holy trinity it always just it it, it will always it's not that i believe in it but at the same time if you told me yo this house is haunted i'm be like i right, cool and then i'm so just that never was gonna, gonna go be to my it. follow-up question do either of you believe in ghosts see i do not my girlfriend, when we moved here, there was a crucifix above one of the doorways uh, in where in the what is now our storage room, like just like you know mm-hmm. Christian homes. They got break shit that like lease. That. There's a there's lease, a specific bro, flavor I own, of dog. <laughs> yeah, the... I own. And let me tell you there, something. There is a flavor of Christian that puts a cross over the door. The same flavor lived here before we moved in. Unclear mm-hmm. on which one it is. Yeah, I'll say when when we got here, Andrina saw that and she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't take that down. That's spooky shit. And I was like, it's wood there. Like my aunt has these at her house. Like I get this out of my fucking home. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't believe in that mm-hmm. stuff. And Andrina's like, well, we that's what the demon the wants you like, to think, bro. That's what, what... sage the place. That's a, that's some that's some demon sleeper cell shit. That's what it you're saying. Ins- that's... I want to be able to have watched this show. First of all, the show's called 28 Days Haunted, which I've looked up and confirmed that there will not be a season two. 
Uh, there will not, but I do have some fun information I'm going to share because I did my research on like mm-hmm. these two fucking clowns yeah. and I came to hey, prepare hey, the audience hey, hey, for hey, what hey, they can hey. expect. I have Just... 10 pages of research over here. You only, Chris is the So only what clown. your research is, is sort of like the, you know, like a Unibobber document, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, mine is Rest actual... in peace! <laughs> Yo, shout out Ted Krasinski. We Yo, both hate red lights. Shout out to the Yuba Bomber. Rest in peace to the godson. Oh, man. I wish you had a flex bomb. I think where I'm at, so I... I'm kind of Pascal's way during it where I don't want to say it out loud. I don't believe in ghosts because then mm-hmm. they'll hear me. Um, yeah. oh, but I'm definitely someone who I'm fine owning the fact that I think that there's like shit in the world that we like can't comprehend. The intangible um, stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, but I tend fair. to I tend to view it more as like. This is going to sound so out there, but just bear with me. But I'm more like, oh, there's probably, yeah, like things that exist in our space that we just like don't have the physiological or mental capability to process. Um, But do I think that like, okay, I know a lot about ghosts. I think neither of you maybe knew that going into this. And now that you know it, you might want to cut the call. Um, But there's different concepts of like what causes a ghost. And the one that I think that makes the most sense are like echo ghosts where you, a person does the same routine every day for 30 years. And then after they die, there's sort of this echo of them doing that. So it's not so Mm -hmm. much a ghost that's like, I'm going to get you, but more like, oh, this is where you sat in your house every day and you are Mm -hmm. still there's this echo of your your mm-hmm. energy there. Um, which speaking of energy, we need to talk about the number of times that they said energy in this. Oh God. So, but that's where I'm at personally. Um, everything that you're about to hear about in this episode is bullshit, doo doo, garbage, ass, garbage, done stuff. Let me tell you. Yes. Every single one of these groups is immediately like, well, obviously we're going to use prayer as a weapon, and I'm like. Man, America, that's the whole thing. It's like literally it is so just the words prayer as a weapon is just so indicative of the United States of America as a concept. But yes, obviously Catholics and Christians, whatever. But like if you think of like your your leaders even just saying like thoughts and prayers, prayers as a weapon. God, I, I First and foremost, I am not going to appreciate the slander of the power of the blood of Christ. Bruh, 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 bruh. Also, can I say, I love how, I love how, I think it was the group, it was the two guys and the girl, where they were like, this demon doesn't want us to know its secret. And it's just like... Bro, you're dead. You can't get indicted. Like you can't. Hold on, hold on. Charges filed. Let's work under the assumption that our audience is never going to watch this, um, and is probably going to hate you two personally for making them listen to us talk about it. Yeah, for three and a half hours. Also, longer than Um, the runtime of the show. So can I, uh, I, I did a little bit of research on the concept behind the show. Is it okay if yes. I give y'all kind of a, a background? You have so, the floor. Just before you do, I want you yes, to know, so sorry. this is a Netflix produced show called 28 Days Haunted, available on their platform. 
It's six episodes to one season, likely never to get a second. Episodes are, hover around 30 to 40 minutes, some of them dipping just at like 28 or something. So it is a quick and breezy watch. If you like putting something on and uh, having idiots on in the background while you vacuum. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I was going to say to that is that the watching this show kind of felt like one of those magic eye puzzles, you know, where you have to kind of unfocus <laughs> your eyes to see a design where if you look at it for a second, you're like, oh, this is, oh, that's neat. Um, but then if you watch it for more than like 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I'm starting to get a headache. It's very yes. difficult to mm-hmm. exist in this space like that, which <laughs> yeah. is how I felt watching all of this which was incredibly difficult and no one can um, blame you so annika please (laughs) take the floor tell us tell us about the the prevailing theory behind the show and what it's all about yeah so the reason why it's called 28 days haunted um is because it is a concept put forth by the warrens who i'll get into uh into a second uh Mm -hmm. that most people actually probably know even if they don't realize that they know them and the basic overall concept of the, the show is that they a, a centralized hub of dipshits sent three uh, strike teams of dipshits to three different allegedly haunted locations for 28 days. And the reason why they chose 28 days is because, according to Ed and Lorraine Warren, this was the total cycle of time in which um, a haunting could go through it's like it's it's like a hormonal cycle basically where you start out and then it's sort of the sine wave of oh now you're at your most likely to get haunted and now you've made it through through the fire where the veil between the living and the dead is its thinnest yes um so they had to spend 28 days in this location um and this theory was put forth by the warren so ed and lorraine warren were two uh it was a husband and wife team of very very prolific uh i I don't even want to say like ghost hunters they were kind of occultists they were kind of paranormal investigators just a heads Uh, up just a quick yeah this made me think like how do they know they started on day one of a cycle you know what i mean if this is their theory is it i i think there's a lot of maybe yeah i don't have a good answer (laughs) no one does it's all hoodoo voodoo juju boo boo bullshit Um, so go ahead so ed and lorraine warren no, the, the, the Warrens um, in 1952 founded NESPER, which is the New England Society for Psychic Research, which if you're someone who watches a lot of ghost hunting shows, there is a show that is about this particular group. Um, uh. But the reason why you might know the Warrens is because they were the first people to investigate the what later became the Amityville Horror, which mm-hmm. extremely important to note, all a scam. None of that was true. Um, And then also, they are the focus of the Conjuring movies. Um, Insidious and the Conjuring and stuff like that. Yes. So again, all bullshit garbage. Oh, they're also the people that looked into the doll Annabelle. Um, Right. Is that also a scam? Oh, 100%. Um, They're all scams. The whole deal. They're all scams. One thing I will say about the Warrens is that I... I don't know, but I do think that they actually did believe in what they were doing. Like, I'm not totally sure that they were charlatans so much as, like, idiot believers, which can be more dangerous. And I'd love to talk about with (laughs) our various strike teams, go through them and decide which ones. Because I have my theories on who the charlatans are and who the true believers are. And I think it probably aligns with y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in terms of this movie, uh, or this movie, in terms of the show, um, like I said, there were three strike teams. Oh, uh, before one we get was... there. Oh, sorry. Because we have to cover the fact that, yes, they're the. Uh, it's a fun way to call them strike teams. We have three teams that go to different locations, but they're sent there by two guys in like what is like headquarter hub or something that looks like he Nesper headquarters. And I just think it's so funny. They cut to Tony Spera and guy whose name I never wrote down. Uh, and Tony Spera, his Chiron says son-in-law. So it's just the he's the head of Nesper, but he's the Warren's son-in-law. And I just think it's so funny that they went that it's just like, ha they, hey, it would have been more respectable if you just said head of Nesper, you know, but this they had to be like, hey, get this. He's their yep. son-in-law. And it's like, you'd like there to be an implication of like, hey, maybe this this talent for being a medium or a psychic is genetic or like it, it, like hereditary in some way. But this is a like son-in-law. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing yep. about this that's like, uh, like he didn't just get it by proximity because if that were the case, open a school. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's hard to decide exactly what the saddest realm in which nepotism rears its ugly head could be. <laughs> but I do You're think really... ghost hunting is high on that list. I, I, I did think it was very, I think we'll give Mike a second. I, th oh. I did think it was very succession, funny. but they're ghost hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very funny how it was just like since it was the son-in-law was like Netflix didn't have the money to get an actual blood relative. So they had to get someone who was only like in relation because of marriage, which is also like that is also imagine like you're dating someone. You're like, oh, my God, I think I found the one like this person meets my needs and like I feel loved and we really click really well. and We have that spark and that's great. Yeah, let's go. Let's meet your family. I'm excited to meet your family. And then you meet them. They're like, hey, um, we're all ghost hunters. <laughs> what Mallory didn't tell you is that we hunt ghosts all the time. <laughs> you thought I was going to say at night, but no, we hunt them during the day, too. Would you rather would you rather find out that the person you're dating, like when you go to meet their family, that they're actually giant, like hyper religious, uh, re like religious fundamentalists? Or would you rather find out that they're all avid ghost hunters, ghost hunters, because there's a less chance that they're going to be hateful. These guys just happen to be yeah. both. The, the people true. in the show just happen to be point. both. They're super religious and they're ghost hunters. Um. um. I, yeah, I just so, out of curiosity, what I've been doing lately is anytime I find someone uh, I mildly don't like, I Google their name plus allegations, because more often than not, <laughs> I get to enjoy schadenfreude. And I will say, uh, don't really have anything on Tony. So Tony's in the clear for just being a... a an absolute charlatan but yeah uh, oh but uh if we want to go with allegations ed warren who they kept referencing in this show uh judith penny claimed uh, in 2017 she claimed that she had a 40 year long sexual relationship with ed starting when she was underage in 1963 so Oppa. just like how there was a degrees of separation between the warrens and this show there is a degrees of separation between this show and allegations. <laughs> there are. Yeah, Chris, I thought you were reaching for a high five, but you're fixing your camera. That's great. <laughs> uh, so 
so basically i'll i'll finish up with yeah, the backstory the and then yeah. we can go into the because i'm I have, the, the i've co-opted this no no no. we want this this is just so organized. much better because <laughs> normally we go through an episode we have a chronology we have some set expectations chronology yeah there's some chronology to an episode like you know we have like we go in order you know chronological yes those do have the same root word chris very good I just now realized I was making fun of how you said it, and then I realized I don't think I know how to say it properly. And then... you just didn't know a word, so you made fun of me because you thought I was saying another word. Can I actually? I do have a question. I was listening to. Uh... <laughs> sorry, oh, I sorry go, if I missed no, something there. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> did you guys realize you have the same initials but switched? That wasn't my yes. question. My question yeah. was. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh, I do you? That. When you, I was listening to a podcast about the garbage that is uh, homeopathy. And do you say homeopathy or homeopathy? So homeopath, homeo homeopathy. Homeopathy. And then homeopathy. I go homeopathy, but a homeopath. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so. Annika, we lost Chris. Us, Chris is in his phone. Take us Sorry. to these strike teams. And can we yes. give them fun, stupid names? Or do we have to go by what they're calling their location? Um, we can give them fun, stupid names. I Perfect. will. So the first strike team that we saw uh, was at the Lumber Baron Inn in Denver. Uh, yep. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's just an inn. Uh -huh. um, I believe this is the one, not to get too far into it, but the Lumber uh -huh. Baron Inn was the location where legitimately two women named Kara and Marianne were murdered um yes i think they were murdered so in like real. the 70s or something that did i did look that up to confirm it um so the first one denver colorado we have the lumber baron in um and to lend credence <sighs> to its spookiness two women were murdered there the team in their located... apartment which had since become the valentine suite yes which i have some notes about how that's weird um yeah. and then the team there is amy ray and shane so we're we're gonna be able to kind of the way you hear us talk about these people yeah. it's gonna sort of be by like the two people the three people with the girl and then the three dudes is kind of yeah. the best way to keep it in mind um the next yeah. team was in preston connecticut um no the next team was, was madison north carolina oh sorry i put these in order of least to most hilarious oh i but, see i was yeah. going by appearance I was <laughs> no 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 by... you're totally good um yeah. yeah so so madison north carolina we have a dry goods store which was formerly a funeral parlor i don't know if i need to explain what the spookiness is there it's a funeral right. parlor formerly yeah. there's Apparently no actual like deaths related to that location. Uh, no. Although good Lord, they try to make it seem like there is. And then the final location is Preston, Connecticut uh, at Captain Grant's Inn, which I don't think anything scary ever actually happened. Oh, wait, uh, the, the home goods store didn't have murders. I don't no, believe I mean, it. it the the what the murder of the Lawson family. So on the what they're what they end up finding and it's and it had happened. Um December twenty fifth, Christmas Day on nine in nineteen twenty nine, a uh, man named Charlie Lawson killed his whole family, uh his wife, okay. his two sons, uh his um I think three girls, and one of them was pregnant with his own child. So he had, I didn't uh, know if that was confirmed. I thought that that so was the... that's a rumored pregnancy by Charlie. Is the rumored? So basically, they're 
they they find out like they they kind of infer this in in the spooky sessions with Brandy, who we'll get to know well. Um, <laughs> as much as we don't want to. Absolutely. Um, you know, so like the idea is that like that he killed his family. So he Charlie Lawson committed familicide, familicide on Christmas Day, nineteen twenty nine, in uh, Germantown, North Carolina, uh, in what is now uh, Madison Dry Goods. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they're basically like, ooh, it's haunted here, huh? And, uh, love that. yeah. Love that so much. Um, so, yes, Preston. Just, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you can just tell all of this shit is fake because if they actually uncovered shit about these investigations that was not like, that would have made the fucking news. And it like well, this happened I mean, in the in the 1920s, so it probably did. Like this was 1929 murders. I think Chris like, meant the the ghosts. If they found evidence of like ghosts, oh, right? Yeah. Or yeah, 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 yeah. But, but then, then also but, about okay, here's me being like you're crazy. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Mm, okay, I y'all they're gonna regret bringing me on have you been following any of the news about the the u.s admissions of like uaps and stuff do you know what, what UAPs, uaps are no please they don't. are the uh most modern version for a ufo it stands for uh, yeah, unidentified dude. aerial yes, phenomena yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah. there have been a ton of disclosures from the u.s government basically confirming that like they do have uaps but yeah what that means doesn't mean that it's alien right so this right. is the thing where a lot of people don't really know that that's going on just because it's not something that even if there was proof of ghosts most major news organizations are not going to report right. on it because it makes you sound insane well especially that's when true. they started talking about them more broadly and admitting that they had they they had filed like trump just admitting it at the time there wasn't that like uh, murder horn oh yeah well, janelle james has a joke about that where yeah. she was like I'm going to horribly butcher the joke, but basically the joke was just like, you know, shit was getting bad when the government was just like, fuck it. Just tell them there's aliens. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And that was like, there was like a day where like, I, there's aliens. And then the next day, some equally crazy shit happened. And then we all just move. And then now, like, I feel like they keep coming out with stuff so much more. Like if I had to put a tinfoil hat on, uh, they're doing that to slowly normalize the idea of aliens so then that way if some big shit came out about aliens we're all like whatever, whatever. uh and then the other half of me is like um i don't know i feel like the universe is big enough history. that there's aliens out there somewhere sure, man. sure but i i hope they're living a cooler life than we are um let's go through the rest of the bro the chapter on our oh, time man, and now i want to talk about so aliens <laughs> Oh y'all! I <laughs> ghost. Wait. No, I am. Eh, I don't believe in that. Now aliens. You don't believe in it? Yeah. No, I. Okay. Can Yo, can I share? We're not even. We're not even through my first page of notes, and we got. I'm sorry. I did, don't put a fucking ADH person, ADHD <laughs> person on your podcast about. Yeah, I have a lot of strong opinions about. <laughs> Annika, tell us who the second team are. 
Because <laughs> we didn't even get to who they are. Okay, we got the so murder happening in the Dragons the first place in team, North Carolina. We have Denver, Colorado, Lumber Baron in. We've got Amy, who's a sensitive energy reader. We've got Ray and Shane, who are two white guys. At the second location, Preston, <laughs> that's Connecticut. That's all they are, really, truly. We have that's Captain Grant in, where we've got three white guys. At Madison Dry Goods Store, <laughs> Wait, we what have. their names? <laughs> I don't remember. Well, okay. Don, I know this Nick, because... and Aaron. Yeah, and it bothers me because Sean's name is Sean Austin, and it sounds yeah, like Sean I Astin. I know. And it bothers me. It and bothered then the me last too. One I do is... want to say that all yes. of these white guys, except for Sean, well, hold on. Actually, no, it was Shane and Ray that were both like, I, le I left my five kids with my wife for a whole month to be part of this amazing experiment, and I want to I want to show them that they're going to be proud of their dad. You know, I want to show them what it's all about. And then they cut to Ray being like, I left my seven kids behind to fend for themselves because they know their dad's got something important to deal with. And then like like we don't Amy Amy's just like I came along because this is an important opportunity and we have to figure this out together. Um, but uh, but then you've got Sean who's like. I want to just help people cross over. Nick's like, I'm a gadgets guy and I'm a bit of a skeptic. And Aaron's like, crazy stuff happens. And I've been, I've known Nick for 22 years. And then we have the final team, which is arguably the most entertaining team of the whole thing at the, uh, uh, the dry goods shop, uh, in Brandy, uh, medium and, uh, Jeremy, a quote unquote demonologist, self-proclaimed, obviously, uh, Brandy is someone who starts to show off by being like, I'm a psychic medium, but I'm fifth generation psychic medium. My great, great, great grandmother was a psychic medium. My great, great grandmother, great grandmother, grandmother. And my mother was a psychic medium. And my daughter, she's a medium too. And I'm just like, when she said her daughter's a medium, I was like, I'm calling CPA. Like you should yeah. not have had a kid. Yeah. I straight up was so like, when she was like, my daughter's a medium, I was like, do you, you know kids will say a bunch of shit just to fit in, right? <laughs> like, if you walk into your room and you're like, huh, I feel a little bit of a chill. Uh, ooh, um, something must have happened here. And you, you know your daughter's going to be like, Mommy, I felt the chill too. And she'll be like, well, damn it, my daughter's a medium. <laughs> kids are also creepy. Kids say creepy things. They act yeah. in creepy yeah. ways like if you're someone who's already partial to bullshit uh, a kid's gonna feed into that without even meaning right. to do so right so, so here's the thing we we give you a bit of a taste of the teams first team at the lumber uh, lumber baron in amy shane and ray i'm just going two dudes and a lady and it gets awkward and uncomfortable uh because they keep trying to get the lady to do uh medium stuff that she's like nope I'm not I'm not doing scary dark stuff and they're like but why you got uh Brandy and Jeremy and Jeremy is like reading the bible out loud very often Sean in Connecticut who's like a pretty boy like hey wouldn't it be cool if demon hunt if ghost hunting were a little bit more rock and roll and Nick is like I don't buy it man and Aaron is there um, I I I need to cut I need you to cut what I'm about to say out of the podcast that's not going to but... happen I, the I the tattooed you, buff doing... guy, very hot. He was. I felt uh, really conflicted. Tattooed but... buff guy, the Nick, the the audio guy. I think so. I don't know. I didn't yeah, bother no, learning sure. their names. Hey, it's fine. Dumb people can look handsome too. And of the bunch, I think he was the one that made the most sense. Because he... his fake cry was pretty rough. But I do want to oh, flag. Wait, that's not who I was talking about. 
Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about the guy who uh, tried to cry on camera and failed. But I do want to flag that that same guy, if you notice, because they would whenever they'd cut back to a team, they'd show kind of B-roll footage of Mm -hmm. here's what we've been doing. For this yeah. particular gentleman, who was one of the three dudes at Captain Grant's Inn, his B-roll included one uh, uh, little video of him like pouring powder into a protein shaker and shaking it. Mm-hmm. And the other one, uh, him doing push-ups in his underwear in his room. And I was like, yeah. you are trying to tell a secondary story, my man. You got a B-plot <laughs> that no one else is in on. Yeah. Yeah. Where the editor is like, hey, you want me to cut out the part where you're in your underwear doing very bad push-ups, by the way. He was going down like a quarter of an inch, just like spine sagging. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 leave him in. Leave him in. <laughs> I, I look need good. people to know. I look good. And he did, um, which makes me mad at myself. What's fun about, so we have, let, let's go through the teams. Which team do you want to go through first? Let's start with the least entertaining which would ones. be the Denver Lumber Baron and so that's Amy Ray and Shane. Okay. So we meet these guys. Shane is like, I love my wife honestly and four were kids. the most entertaining to me. What? What? Because Why? their accents were hilarious. <laughs> no, I are you sure you're not thinking of Brandy? Because Brandy's the one that had like the oh, real Oh yeah, yeah, that's Brandy who I'm was of. the one that yeah, was no, like, they I don't were know, the most I'm entertaining. Just like we're a gonna talk presence. about them later. Okay, okay, my bad. Yeah, fun. you right. Now nah, you right. You no, right. We're spending a big max of six and a half minutes on these guys because <laughs> they suck so much. Lumber Baron in uh, was as Shane, Ray, and Amy. Amy was a sensitive. Oh, yeah. Which they is were just another word for medium, I guess. But she's like, I'm a sensitive. And she's like, with my abilities as a sensitive. I just, that whole time, like, find a different word because she kept attacks. saying, like, it's hard for me to be in there because I'm I'm sensitive. And I'm it's just a like... sensitive. I'm like, well, we're I... from the Midwest, girl. That's called being a pussy. Like, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> it was oh, just, God. I, I mean, first and foremost, like, yes, I'm making, we're making all the, like, if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't want to enter a place like that at all. No, but also, fair. I'm not the kind of person who I'm like, I'm, this is going to be my job title. But then once I'm, I'm just, there, okay, I here's can't what I'm do saying. It. If yeah, you get a job at the dick sucking factory, you can't go to work on the first day and be like, oh, I don't suck dick. Like, I mean, yeah, that's what like, she gotta, did as a like ghost that episode hunter. where she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm out like this is dangerous for me. And they're like, well, but this gosh. is all going to be for nothing. Like, it was one of those where like half so, of me was like, bro, if she don't want to do it, don't don't force her. But then also like all of y'all in are your career is cuckoo shit. Yeah. Like, fuck she was it. Like, also, I'm not gonna fuck, I don't fuck with any dark energy. And it's like, what do you think any of this is? What are you, what are you talking about? Literally every time you and the other guys talk about doing this, you're like, I don't like how this feels, but it's got to get done. It's like when they show up there, this is the fun part of the first episode. Every single one of the group shows up to their spot and they're like, ooh, I'm feeling energy here. They say energy so much in this show. Ooh, I'm feeling the energy here. Energy and- to this show is how in The Bachelor they say Genuine. things uh, like a fucking, wow, it's been so long. Um Whatever. Man, I don't the... think people that listen to The Bachelor are listening to this this deep. <laughs> I okay, think we've fair. got newer listeners here today, okay? That's fair. Yeah, I don't think we're going to make that comparison easy. Look, point is, these guys, they go exploring in their areas, right? Clarity. Yeah, there everybody... we go. That Clarity. was the word I was yes. thinking of. Yeah. So they go exploring their whole thing. And, like, not for nothing, the Lumber, the lumber Baron Inn is just an old house. It's an old inn. It's a big place. 
and it's one of those places that like the wind blows a different way. You're going to hear a bunch of creaks. Maybe there's a little bit of wind that gets through and blows a candle out. Like you're about to see some shit that's because, hey, man, old building. And they show up. You put these clowns in an old house that's certified not haunted, and I bet you they'll hear the wind blowing. They're going to be like, two kids were murdered in front of that window. You know what I mean? They're hearing footsteps like this isn't just like them walking in a place like the, and, and they're attributing it to everything. Was this the group <sighs> that I, I, I honestly I get them and the three guys constantly mixed up. Was this yeah, the group the least entertaining that. They like went in one room and then when they left, all of the cabinets and stuff were yeah, open. Yes. No, no, no. Not no. only were they open, there was video footage of all of the cabinets in a room flying open with no one near them, which to your point, Chris, that's video footage of ghosts. But the problem is that there was like a it was in a kitchen and there was an island yeah. in the way. So you just see the top half of a bunch of cabinets open and then yeah. one opens a few seconds later like clearly whoever was laying on the ground didn't have quite yeah. enough hands to open them but yeah. yes i have a very clear memory of that that Absolutely. that's the see that's the fucking thing that pisses me off about ghost videos and ghost uh, hunting shows and all of that shit where it's like why why is the 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 cinematography never at a fucking angle at the moment you need it to be like okay that was ghost like it's always shit like that where there's an island in the way so then because of that there's a level of reasonable doubt or like i'll, I'll tell you they why. always pan the camera just hey, Chris, after the door fucking closes and it's like <laughs> god damn it does n- <laughs> none of you fucking know how to film shit you mean all of these fucking years of film school and all this shit and no one fucking knows how to have the cameras in the right angles where we can see this shit and go oh okay the team of three guys even talks about bullshit this pisses me off that whole time i'm like oh that's actually kind of that's actually kind of creepy that's pretty unself-explanatory and then i was like oh wait i'm a dumb bitch there's a giant island and clearly there's a producer who is on their hands and knees being like i'm not getting paid enough for this shit but apparently they ran out of spots on queer eye and now i gotta help these fucking idiots out i okay chris they even go so far as later the three guys together the nick the skeptic the guy who's like i'm a technology guy i believe it when i see it but i've been ghost hunting for 25 years and Uh, i've been a paranormal investigator for so long it's like at this point dude you just admit that you're an idiot you're not a skeptic anymore there's no way so this guy is like upset at aaron for coming into the room with the camera and being like guys i think i hear something and then turns back around and some crazy shit happens and nick goes hey man maybe just stay in the room where shit's happening so maybe we can get it on camera that was good there were these little moments of like but that's when they cut to the guy crying because that's how he got his feelings hurt aaron was crying on camera because like it's just hard you know you work with him so To, to be very clear he was not crying on camera he was trying to cry on camera and failing at it. <laughs> His lip quivering. It was very difficult. Can I tell you my highlight moments from the Lumber Baron Inn and then we can yes. never pay yes. these people mind yeah. again. Uh, the first one was almost the first line in the entire show, which was Amy standing outside the Lumber Baron Inn saying that she was feeling a heavy feeling in her stomach, which indicates a male ghost. 
Um, and when she feels a heavy feeling in her head, it indicates a female ghost. So that's a wonderful way to set the scene that this is going to be some hard science uh-huh. that we're going to be witnessing. Uh-huh. Um, love that. And then the I other think... big thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I just want to point out that my other favorite moments with Amy are when she's basically like, I'm not doing mirror scrying. And then the next day they're outside on the balcony and she's like, so you felt like you have some latent abilities, don't you, Shane? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, then there you go. And she's trying to like, she's basically trying to give a pep talk, but very poorly. Like she's seen one football movie and it didn't work (laughs) out then. Like, it's just, it's just so sad and ineffectual. And they're like, but then what are you doing here then? You're not here to like, just get some time at a hot. It's like not haunted hotel to just hang out here. It's like you don't serve a purpose. And it's just like, okay, great. Absolutely. There's a conversation we should have at the end of this, just about specifically about the manufactured um, interpersonal friction that they uh, really tried to put in this show that yeah. just did not. Because to have interpersonal friction, you do need to have at least one personality split among <sighs> the parties that are fighting, and those were absent here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, it felt yeah. very like in the early two thousands when reality TV, like they were pumping out so much reality TV, but they didn't remember that reality TV for it to be good, it needs actual drama. So they kept manufacturing. It like drama where you can even see in people's faces are like this shit doesn't actually bother me but yeah i'm being told by the producers that i have to act like i was upset that you got oj instead of lemon and <laughs> i feel like those moments was like that where it was just like there was moments where like i looked away and then came back i'm like wait they're fighting why the fuck are they <laughs> like we everything was fine two seconds ago and now they're fighting it was ne- it was always just like passive aggressive comments because none of these people knew how to fight for camera uh the other the other thing that i did find really funny was uh a big part of the lumber baron inn yeah was they they went into the kind of i guess sewers below the 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 inn like some sort of weird cellar yeah and they look up into there's like a manhole cover down Uh and i think it was very funny because one of them looks up into the manhole cover and goes what if they kept someone prisoner down here and was feeding them food through that hole and that doesn't mean anything no. because you can just walk in a room and be like, what if people were murdered in here? And it is so funny to me uh-huh. because as a ghost hunter, all you're doing is going, what if? But you're couching it in the language of it feels like people were murdered in here. And it felt like yeah. just for a second, he forgot he was a ghost hunter and forgot uh-huh. that he needed to go. I think people were being prisoners down here. And it was <laughs> such a funny like. Yeah, man, you just showed your ass because we know that you're just making shit up. You mm. just forgot to say it in the right language, which I thought yeah. was incredibly goofy. I it was think... a small slip, but an egregious one. What they do well in the show, and it's just the one thing, when the moment you think, man, there is nothing behind this, they cut to Tony Sparrow and other guy. And yeah. Tony goes, see, what they're doing here is actually very smart. And you're like, oh, it's the head of the place. He must know what he's talking about. I guess these people are very smart. And that's These what are they the only with people them. with a good quality camera. Therefore, they must know what they're doing. Yeah. Several good quality cameras, excuse me. Ugh. And then the Lumber Baron Inn, um, just to put a nail in that coffin, that was the one yeah. where they were... 
th- this was the one where Kara and Marianne were murdered, and then at right. the in the final episode, they find a almost pristine, Neatly. perfectly cut out uh, newspaper article. Yes, about Kara and Marianne, and they decide that the murderer must have been living down there. And roll roll credits and must scene. have been living down there, escaping down there through the manhole cover and coming back in. Um, and also like that wouldn't be conspicuous at all. Let's also not forget that like they had gone down to this room before. They had yes. come down to this room before, and they were spooked away from it because they saw a shadow at the entrance. Like a producer yes. wasn't probably there or like right. maybe like they like, had a camera up there in that room. So it was yeah. just like, wouldn't you Check like I camera? get that when you're in those situations, you 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 get so in your head uh, that you start thinking that certain sh- shit is happening. It's like when you watch a scary movie and then when you go to bed, you think you saw a shadow in your room. And then Oh, I'm getting, I the- keep looking over at my like dark window right now because I'm getting freaked out just talking about <laughs> But like, I'll get and- wrong. I will admit after watching this show late at night when I would go, like I would do the whole running across the room to turn off the light. Okay, you, guys, oh, yeah. you guys, you have lights on your phones now. <laughs> Um, let me, yeah, let but me, and no, the light they, on my phone is an incredibly harsh light that if there's something yeah. standing in the darkness, will light it in a very scary way. Also, so, Mike, you know that obviously if you flash your light, then it's going to show the spooky ghost. Whereas if you turn okay. on the room Look, light, let me there also won't be just any. say this as ghost hunters who are hunting ghosts, if you see a shadow, you're not going to go like, Oh, let me get out of here. I'm about to be attacked by a spooky old ghost. You're going to be like, no, let me go get that footage of that fucking shadow that I just fucking saw. Like, wh- what's the point? You've been doing this for 20 something years and you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. You know, like fucking shut up. You're on TV for fuck's sake. Your wife and seven kids are going to watch this. No one's going to be proud. You're on Netflix with a credit no one's ever going to have because no one's going to want to do this ever again. You are power dunces. They get to the end of this tunnel. They find the neatest, tightest little packed fucking newspaper clipping that was probably boiled, like steamed and then burned like like old fucking timey uh, posters. And just and that. Oh, ooh, 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 it, it shows us exactly what we found out by doing this. And another thing I want to touch on before we get away from these guys is that, yes, Amy's like, I'm not fucking doing mirror scrying. Mirrors are a portal to spirit world. It's like, hey, isn't that exactly where you want to go? Isn't that exactly where you need to be if you're hunting Mm -hmm. ghosts? And then she sits down with the guys and they're like, basically, we don't think you're pulling your weight. Uh, Do you think you could try candle scrying? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. They're like, oh, okay. So we could have just asked you another question the other day instead of dragging this out six days later and being like, you don't do anything. Instead, she was like, hey, I'm not willing to do this one thing. They finally are like, are you willing to do another thing? She was like, yes. Oh, shit. We wasted so much time. Oh, fuck. We decided to resent you because you're the woman here. Probably and also because we were like, you don't do nothing. For anyone that's not going to watch this show, which is all of you, uh, when we talk about this shadow that appeared on camera, oftentimes when you see ghost footage, quote unquote, uh, it it is a ghost. It is a figure, a shadow that moves with intentionality, right? Like it is something moving. And this was such a clear 
person sidling out of the way realizing yeah. they were in the shot it was just this like uh, 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 um yeah. i realize people can't see me but i'm doing a perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. sidle right now because i'm a white girl from the midwest so that's sort of my <laughs> modus operandi uh it's so <laughs> it's, it's like so clearly not by somebody at a grocery store so yeah it was literally a ghost being like oh excuse me sorry squeeze past when me you're there. standing in public <laughs> and you realize there's a group taking a group photo right next to you it was exactly that like hyper aware oh, like oh whoops. i gotta get out of the way yeah. yeah it was less a ghost it's like what was it um paul f tompkins had that bit about um He's always seen the his favorite trope in a horror movie is the splashing water in your face. And then you look up in the mirror and it's oh big, scary monster. Uh, and then he's like, I was never worried about that at my old place because our bathroom was so small. If a monster were to get in the words, excuse me, would have to be uttered. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is like about here. Look, these guys sucked. Let's. Do we even care about the other three guys? The, like, can we just talk about the the best part of the show? Because we are an hour into this and we haven't yes, touched on and, my favorite people. Yes. Um, Most I, of my notes on my them notes are, the... you are such a loser-ass dweeb. I think we found the dumbest person alive. Okay, I, I have some good zingers for the three guys. Can oh, we just go them, through? Let's just go yeah. through our, like, our, our highlight notes for the three guys. Them. Um... I do like that it was a little ironic that there was, th these are not my zingers, these are just my like high level notes for mm -hmm. the, the guys at uh -huh. Preston, Connecticut, Captain Grant's Inn. Uh, one of them accuses another one of writing letters oh, on yes. the mirror. This is actually which worth talking about. Very clearly, those were not letters written on the mirror. That was just like someone cleaned the mirror. And you know when yeah. you like clean a mirror and then it fogs up again, it's just there's shapes the left shapes. over. Yeah. Um, and uh, all the whole like a ghost hunting scammer accusing another ghost hunting scammer it's happened before it'll happen again it's never not funny because it's a real yeah. pot and kettle situation uh, uh -huh. and then that was also the one where he one of them was like he's just being really mean to me and then he like delicately takes off his glasses takes like his pinky and pretends to wipe in the most comedically overacted way possible wipe a tear away and then just goes uh -huh. cut cut the cameras and it's yeah. so like imposed warbling and it's like you're not yeah. crying man let, let me just say about this this uh mirror thing sean wakes up he goes i saw the letter cu written backwards in the mirror and then he excitedly tells the guys i kept the shower running so as to leave it with the steam and they're like yeah okay let's go see it and the guys are like yeah i don't really see it and he's like it's right there and it's like i don't know it kind of if you look closely enough it's like you can make out fingers so it's like done by a finger. So I kind of just think that Sean did that. So Nick's like Sean did it. And then later on, they do like this, the, the, the session where they try to talk to the ghost and they have like that amplifier on and they're like, who's writing, who's writing see you in my mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and it said the, the ghost goes him, the psychic yeah. Sean. And then Nick goes, huh? Right. And to me, look, my note on that moment, let me just find it because, oh, my God. No, oh, no, no, no. I, I have it here. Oh, basically, it's like if I ever were to believe in ghosts, if I'm ever going to believe in ghosts, I really, really want it to be in this moment where it's just basically like, no, yeah, no, that guy's the guy that did it. Like it, the ghost is just like, hey, 
Guys, I'm here. Heads up. I'm here. I'm not trying to fuck with you or anything. You're totally out of your fucking minds. But um, I just had to show up because, um, yeah, that doofus over there is the one that wrote on the mirror. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking everything else similar, was producers, but similar, that guy's the one that uh, did it. It when when Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, when Ed was cheating on Lorraine, do you think there is ever any ghost that was like, what was the the um the woman's name was like Penny or something? Yeah. Do you think Lorraine was ever like, that's so weird. The name Penny keeps showing up, and Ed had to be like, that's probably nothing. That's uh, probably yes, not Lincoln the thing. on the Penny. Yeah, uh, that must yeah. be it. Um. <laughs> I just I also think that like, okay, God damn it, this is so funny to me. They whenever so we didn't even touch on the lumbar baron uh, lumbar baron men uh, in they did what they called SD sessions, which is they have radio frequencies just going like they keep changing every every half a second. So they literally go through a bunch of radio frequencies super quick and basically they go the goat that allows the ghost to communicate with us through this the white noise. And truly like have you have you ever like let your eyes go a little soft and then you can make out shapes and you can see mm -hmm. whatever you want to see? It's yeah. the same concept with this fucking stuff and these guys are like I can I He's he, I'm here in Adelaide. Uh, the name Adelaide mean anything yeah, to anybody? The, when so, they had that yeah. machine on and it was just like, oh, my God, it said this. And then they played the audio. And it's like, yeah, like, like, come so, on. Yeah. 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 The guy's spinning a hamster wheel and he's like, it makes it louder. Two things. One that really bothered me, because like at one point, Amy um, from the Lumber Baron Inn, had put on because a lot of several of these groups were like, oh, I love using um, sensory deprivation stuff to hear things yeah. and see things. And it's like, that's what your body does when it's deprived of senses. Like she put on right. a um, a blindfold and then was yeah, like, I started was, seeing eyes in the dark. And that's it's like, when I go out, that's what happens. But I do want to explain just because I'm a pedant. Um, the concept behind spirit boxes, which is what the SD ses sessions are, is that it changes radio frequencies at like one one hundredth of a second. So that means if you hear a complete word, the radio frequency was changing so fast that that word could not have come through the radio because the time it took uh... to say that word. Again, this is not me being like, and that's why it's real science. I just, I am a person that's like, oh, here's actually the reason behind that. It's not just annoying sound. I it see. is annoying sound. I but, see. I um, will say- Still the total bullshit. The go to the sensory deprivation that actually that scene provided my favorite shot in the entire show where what it's at it? the end of the episode and the guys yeah. in the uh, the float tank, basically. Uh -huh. And then it's just like it's like, oh, and then something crazy happened. And then he like opened his eyes and like I and then the episode ends. But the way he opened his eyes and the, the musical sound effect, yeah, the sting. It would like they made it seem like he was gonna get possessed, or like I was waiting for like a fucking face to yeah. like appear oh, nothing, or something. Nothing. And it was just like this is textbook. We have nothing, yeah, and we have to make it into oh, something, buddy. It's like watching Hell's Kitchen be like next episode, and then they show somebody being like ah, and then an ambulance, and then like will Robert make it through the the service, or will he have to be sent home? And then you see the next episode. It's like oh ah, mm, cut myself a little bit. Does anybody have a band aid? All right, go, and then that's it. 
Like it that's, is exactly it's like exactly that. that. Yeah. But the thing is, here's a fucking problem. This show was made by Netflix. They know we're binging. They know we're not doing episodic. Nobody's going to watch this as a fucking episodic thing. Nobody's going to be like, whoa, can't wait to find out next week. If you're curious enough, you press play on the next episode, find out it's nothing. What a dumb fucking thing to even bother with cliffhangers I did. On this I thing. did watch it in two sessions because otherwise I would have killed myself. But my point is, if at the end of an episode something happens and you're curious enough to see what's up, start the next episode within the first minute. You're like, aha, and then good night. You know what I mean? You have that power. The point of a cliffhanger is to get people talking for the rest of the week, and then they just have to know. There's none of that happening here. There's, and also, it's not worth it. Look, another thing that's been bothering me, and I just want to say it, the way that they underline the red underline the same exact way on every fucking uh, word that they put on the screen, like day 27, they go underline this way, the same way, the entire series, the entire <laughs> thing. They underline it in red the same exact way. And it's like you couldn't get the graphic designer to like animate different ways of underlining it or like just like do a different like angle on it. Like it, it just looked like, oh, we're going to paste this one here, too. That pissed me off. Anyway. You yeah. know what pissed me off? These, like, uh, reenacted ghosts. Yo! Uh, things that the they did. Also, I, Chris, I mean, I'm so sorry. Are you playing Diablo right now? No. Okay. Because your glasses are reflective. And I was like, I'm pretty oh. sure I can see Diablo there. <laughs> you motherfucker. Are we keeping you from something? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, what I did have... I catch you doing? What did I've I been, catch you doing? I've been uh, Googling everything that we've been like talking about on my other screen and then also on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Everyone's on Twitter all the time. I'll and then uh, real quick, real quick. This is completely unrelated to the podcast, but I need to tell somebody this. Mm -hmm. uh, my college uh, never had a, a football stadium. They finally announced today that it got approved. They're getting a football stadium. So I tweeted, sir, USF is finally getting a stadium. And it's a picture of when George Bush was finding out that 9-11 was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, haha, funny, whatever. Uh, someone apparently replied to my tweet said i love usf but this picture question mark this was the exact moment the president was told about the twin towers being struck <laughs> on 9 11 not good <laughs> <laughs> and i just want to photoshop the actual picture of the twin towers on fire no. and somehow make it usf related and be like is this better <laughs> do it do it with the final scene what was that movie with robert pattinson remember oh, me just do it with that final reveal of him standing in the two towers and it's like 9-11 <laughs> God damn it, uh, but guys. But no, I'm not playing God Diablo. Damn it. I think okay, what let's... you're seeing is okay, the, reflection the reflection of the Zoom. Of... It was yeah. so... I couldn't let it go. I was yeah. like, you... I would have said let's... something if I noticed, too. I just didn't think to look into the reflection. But also, okay, <laughs> Never so, do a on. podcast with me. I'm going to be so annoying about it. It's... You're... No, this is what we want. This is the You fun. underestimate <laughs> the things I have done on my own Yo, podcast. he's done so much. <laughs> God damn so it. So let's talk about our favorite people. We got Brandy, the medium, let's and then we go. got fucking Jeremy. Jeremy, who, they by the way, spells his fucked. name. The sexual -E tension between -E. these two. Shut up for a second. They spell his name J-E-R-E-M-E. -E -E. That's how he spells his name. 
and he's a self-proclaimed demonologist who is a firefighter by day, but by Thank night you. he's a demonologist. A this man time. hates flame. What do you mean? He hates flame. This all makes sense to me. Someone who is a firefighter and a demonologist, you mm, hate fire. I'm not mad but at hold him. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. you, you ever think that this man goes into uh, fire and he's like putting it out and he senses some sort of demon there and he goes... Not on firefighting hours. Uh, <laughs> you think that happened? What if that's the only space where he's actually a really competent, like ghost hunter? I he's don't believe really it. good as a firefighter. But then I and at it. night he's too sleepy from firefighting, and he's like, I can't no. hear the ghosts. I want to go his, to bed. Do you think his resume? It's like one section is firefighting, and then underneath, when it's like miscellaneous skills, <laughs> he writes demonologist. <laughs> Jeremy's got an eight-year-old who won't talk to him anymore. That's what I think. <laughs> I think Jeremy's got a young child who knows better. This is the kind of fucking stupid that we're dealing with. Jeremy is a fucking idiot. He's like, I'm a demonologist. You got to use prayer as a weapon to get these demons away. You get back. And he speaks like he thinks he's in a fucking movie. He goes... If you want to get to her, you're going to have to go through me to the demon he thinks is in the room. He says, get back. I said, get, I said back off. He says it was like that. hard. I'd much rather take the people that had no screen presence whatsoever uh, versus the people that like him. Oh, so I had one last zinger I needed to say uh, about, about Aaron in the three guys. Aaron yeah. was Aaron the like buff guy with all the tattoos. Was he the beard or no beard? I uh, beardless, the crier, the crier. That's Aaron. Aaron. Okay. What I wanted to say is, why are Aaron's pants so tight? Investigate the ghost of his sperm. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> his pants were very tight. I I didn't notice. I was focused on trying to I find did. a ghost. Um, <laughs> look, I was looking for the ghost of his sperm. Ghost. Uh, so Jeremy ghosted. and Brandy. So I Jeremy got a lot of Brandy, feelings, dude. Let me just say. First of all, there's so much to talk about with just these two. The fact that they didn't just let this be its own season, I'm baffled. I think this could have been its own standalone thing with just them two because Jeremy's out of his mind. Brandy's empathetic but an idiot. The whole thing is crazy. It's just so bad. So we get to Madison Dry Goods, and they're exploring, and Brandy stumbles into a room where there's a coffin with a kid's coffin to, on top of it. And she goes, oh, God, what the hell is that? And it's like, oh, wow, here we go. They're finding out that this used to be a funeral parlor, and Jeremy's first move is, well, tonight we're going to put you in that coffin. And she's like, what? Extremely... He knows how to play to his audience. I will give him oh. that. He oh, certainly, yeah. it just, it's so, it, and the problem, something I, I'm not here to body shame, but I can say this as a Midwesterner, but I don't think Midwesterners should be ghost hunters because Brandy uh, had that sort of, you know, she was just like, oh yeah, I'm just really feeling the spirits real hard. And it doesn't work. There are certain Was jobs. Was that Midwest that you... or Irish? That sounded. That's Midwest. That's a very specific part of like the upper Midwest. You're kind of looking at the UP there and a little bit of the Dakotas. Oh, God. We're getting real, <laughs> real specific. Yeah. So, okay. So hold on a second. What are you talking about? What's going on? <laughs> 
You're saying they shouldn't be investigating ghosts with their body type? With I'm body shaming their accent. Oh, okay. Okay. So that yes. makes more sense. I don't know if that counts as body shaming. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, they sound idiotic is what it is. <laughs> they sound like they sound like if I was a ghost and they were out there being like, we got to Hey, hey, ghost, come at. Don't don't you come at me, ghosts. I'd be like, oh, this guy. Yeah, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to ruin his day. Easy. Oh, God. I don't it trust just... them to be competent. And like the thing is. This is already a field wherein can we even trust anybody saying they're competent? Is there such a thing as competence? Yeah, what is the litmus for competency in ghost hunting? Because it's rock bottom. Oh, truly. There is no way to be like, there's an expert here. It's not real. It's not real. I don't believe in the shit to begin with. So obviously I'm coming at it like I fucking hate it, which I do. See, this is why they need to have a ghost hunting show where it's all people who firmly don't believe in ghosts and just put them in a haunted place and just let like I there's these TikToks that I've seen where it's like some dude in like Asia or something and he's like in this like abandoned place that I guess is haunted and like uh-huh. I'm sure it's just him and his buddies and he got a buddy to like dress up as a ghost or whatever but it's just like him just straight up bullying the fuck out of these ghosts like a ghost would appear from the doorway and he would turn yell at it and just run after it and it's just shit like that where it's like i want a ghost hunting show like that that's why you need to watch uh buzzfeed unsolved slash they once buzzfeed stopped doing their video content they switched to a channel called the watcher because Mm -hmm. one of them's kind of into it but the other one's like very firmly not into it and he's not he's never like antagonistic it's not uh-huh. uncomfortable that way but he's just sure. like yeah that wasn't a sound like no that wasn't a yeah. thing and it's so refreshing because then when you actually do have these moments of like hey actually what like did make that sound mm-hmm. it, it makes it much scarier because there's a legitimacy Truly. to it yeah you know yeah um, well that's that's also why i think there was that moment that moment with nick pointing out like sean wrote that in the mirror that I was like, oh, okay, maybe we're finally going to get somebody who gives a shit for real. And then he heard a thump and was like, we got one. You know, I was like, all right, you're fucking dunce. Like, well, every you single know one of you. We did get one real, well, not real, but like the closest this show is going to get to a real ghost moment was at the final episode. And I'm glad I didn't finish the final episode, but I'm glad I got to witness <sighs> what was the payoff of this entire show. No. Which was what was the what was the not not Brandy the other guy the guy Jeremy. Amy Jeremy oh Jeremy uh, we got Jeremy trying to intimidate this ghost and a face on camera the first time the camera actually captures this shit uh, the the vase falls off the shelf and breaks uh, that was like the one moment where you got something where you're like okay we had an angle of that. But then that moment was so beautiful because then Jeremy immediately to intimidate this ghost takes off, takes off his shirt, <laughs> shirt and he goes, "Get him back out!" I I'm shocked that we haven't talked about the fact that the the elephant in the room is that Jeremy 
allegedly got possessed during oh, the show. Yeah. I think we all let's not get there yet. Let's not get there yet. Oh, we're not there yet. We're no, no, not wanna, there yet. I want I want to get there in a sec. I want to say I want to build up to Jeremy sucking so much more. We know he sucks, right? His whole deal is show up, read the Bible, and and be, first of all, what is it about the Bible that makes these people think that it's it's like the the right thing? Like I don't understand any of these fucking psychos and their goddamn every what a cult. Anyway, point is also I think can... I'm gonna start going to haunted locations and reading the ghosts that book. Uh... The subtle art of not giving a fuck, and just see if yeah. I can make some girl bosses. <laughs> well, like yeah, you know yeah. what? Where the wild? Gonna just are. read to them from how to make friends and influence people. Just <laughs> there like we, yeah. Now there we go. That's a good one. Uh, just I think I think so. Basically, the first episode with them, he's like Brandy, get in the coffin. She gets in the coffin, and he starts reading the her last rites, and she's like, "There's an energy around me," and two like look. The way that they build this, you're like, man, they are hearing what they want to hear. They're they basically get the facts of the case right, but it's also like, come on, man, it's got to be fed to them. They're like, we heard this, and you're like, yeah, that is what you heard, because that's Charlie is the name that we also provided you with. Yeah, um, that's the frustrating part where you're like, I know that you, I know this is not even real. Yeah, so we have a couple scenes where. Brandy is pushing herself through these psychic events to a point where she's like, we can't sleep upstairs anymore. And they drag their mattresses down the stairs and she needs to recover because the last time she did it, she started crying and Jeremy puts the rosary on her hair and start and put praise over her and goes, if you want to get through her, you're going to have to get through me. And that's like the end of the episode. And they keep cutting back oh, and forth between like pack, stuff. The part that he keeps trying to do to prayer, and then she's Bro. like, "I'm scared." He's like, "Shut up, let me finish." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god, that was so, hard. Uh, it was hard. To, at one point, she's like sitting in the attic, and she's like, "I keep having a vision of being shot," and shotgun, I'm like, "Girl, same, yeah. same, dude." Yeah. Every second of watching this show. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's not far after that where like. Brandy's afraid of something that happens and 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 they have an event up in the attic and and then Jeremy starts to get a little bit sleepy. He's got headaches all the time. He starts being like sleepy and she's like, "Well, you know Jeremy's been a little bit sleepy and he complain about headaches all the time. He'll his demeanor's changed. He's become kind of rude." And I'm like, "You mean He's always been a dick. You mean he's lost his <laughs> You mean he's lost his fervor for like this 28-day experiment halfway through? Yeah, sounds normal. You guys are stuck in a house together for fucking a full month. For 4 weeks you're stuck in a house together where you can't you don't have phones, you can't talk to anybody you actually like or love. You're stuck with that other person that's there with you and the production team. Your focus and the only thing that you're really allowed to quote-unquote research is this dead ghost shit that's not <laughs> happening right now during the day. So you're telling me the guy who's like, well, the better use of my time is probably to nap since we got to wake up at 3 a.m. again. And she's like, well, you're, you're napping a lot. He's like, yeah, I'm tired. You're like, hey, dude. The one time I side with this guy and she's like, I don't know, but I feel like maybe something happened back there. The last time we confronted that ghost, that demon probably is possessing him. And so Brandy tells the production team that she's worried about him and they are like, hey, 
Brandy, please stay on the show. Please stay. She's like, I want to talk to some an expert on this location. And they get this woman named Judy or something on a Skype call with her. Oh, she's like, God, hey, I, Judy. I blocked that out. Yeah. And Judy's like, oh, yeah, so you're in this location. Well, just to let you know, there's a guy named Charlie who killed his family there. And she's like, I knew that. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, some say that maybe he was possessed by some sort of entity before, before he died. And she's like... I, what were the symptoms like? I, Jeremy's been having headaches and napping a lot, and he wrote in his diary in, in, in a bunch of notebooks that trouble, trouble may come, and it just said, trouble right. may come, trouble may oh, come. Oh yeah. And she's like, well, you'll know this, but you know, before he went out to the forest to kill himself, he wrote trouble may come to those who blah blah, and I was like, oh my god, this is the real deal. Oh my god. Can He's I say? Possessed by a god. demon. Can I say? Similar to how it doesn't matter whether you believe in ghosts or not. If you were at if you were forced to stay at a location for that yeah. long, you get to a point where you it's almost like Stockholm syndrome where you just you're willing to believe with the shit. And watching this show was very similar where by this point of the show, <laughs> I had become so delusional in watching oh, this no, show Chris. that no. I was so desperate for some no. sort of value. Uh, in this show that but when she was having that zoom call e i could i and i'm not proud of this but even i on my couch went wow <laughs> <laughs> so can i tell that you guys, i might edit out that i might actually the, edit out. <laughs> here's here's my my reveal which you probably could have guessed about everything i've said so far is that it's really easy for me to sit here and make fun of these people but like I'm someone that I would join a cult so fast. Like I am a very impressionable person. Um, yeah, cults I get probably really... have a PS5. Yeah, and I just I I know <laughs> I I'm gonna joke about it and say like yeah oh you mean like I don't have to set my own schedule and people tell me what to do that sounds great but I'm just yeah. I am a very easily influenced dumbass. I am. Too. I am. I'm very I, if, gullible. If, if I was one of these, it's not even that I'm gullible. I'm just very good at like believing in things quickly. Like I could, mm -hmm. I could see myself going down. I, I have enough checks and balances in place in my life, but I listen to a lot of like cryptid and conspiracy podcasts. Are yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here on my my throne, being like, "Look at these losers." I'd probably end up being like one of these people. Like if my life had gone in a few different you mean, if i'd right, fucked like, like a one butterfly great grandmother thing. was a yeah. medium and your great yeah great like if i fucked a single ghost hunter which chris can attest to the fact it's shocking i'd never have actually um, i'm legit i i could have sworn you have <laughs> i've 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 had a sex with enough people whose names i don't remember that statistically it's fairly likely that mm -hmm. i did at one point but I would be one of these people. Like, I need to be the person on the podcast yeah. that's like, they're idiots. That would be me. That would be me yeah. there. If I'm in, because these are like spooky locations, like you said, Mike, like, oh, the floor is already creaking. You put me in like an Olive Garden in Peoria at like 11 p.m. with the lights out. I'm still getting scared. I, yeah, I am a person who. Because it's scary because you're there alone and you're supposed to be family. <laughs> sure. But also because I will start believing there are ghosts there. And if there's yeah. people that that's the problem, if there's people to ramp me up. So if I was like doing a self record vlog, I'd probably be like, I'm being normal. But the moment someone's like, did you hear that? You fucking know. I'm going to be like, I did hear that because that's 
who uh-huh. I am. Yeah, sure. that's why I, this that's why easy. this ghost hunting stuff is is unfair because it's like when you when you start thinking you have symptoms of something like symptoms start to quote unquote happen because your brain is just so mm-hmm. in your head of like when you're like oh like um what's it like hypochondriacs of like when you just uh or maybe it's not hypochondriacs but you know what i mean where you're like you you hear someone like oh i was with so-and-so the other day and i found out they had strep throat and then suddenly your throat starts to hurt you're like oh my god i have it like i must have i feel like when you're in it's it's that psychosomatic sort of thing yeah yeah like i feel like it's like you said when you're in those settings all of the stuff the for the most part can be explainable and like Annika, I'm very similar to you where I feel like there are things in life that happen that just purely cannot be explained based off the knowledge and science that you know. And does that mean that there's ghosts? I don't fucking know. That's the whole point. It can't be explained. I don't think it means it's proof, but but it's like it's an unexplainable thing and it's random. But to me, ghost hunting exists solely to be a marketable yeah product selling thing because all this stuff these guys have that effectively does nothing they have them and when you have a guy like jeremy who busts out what he calls the god helmet and you see this monstrosity you think this man spent easily six grand on this thing easily easily so apparently, oh yeah, he was wearing some sort of helmet that allegedly helps him, like half an Iron with... Man helmet that it, he says the magnets in the helmet uh, uh, help the part of your brain uh, get to a place where they can communicate directly with the spirits while flashing lights directly into your eyes. And so he wears this god helmet in the attic, sits on the floor, and goes, "It's cold." And then he sees something. He's like, ha, whoa, what's that? Oh, I'm going to turn my back to that. Get that back to the demon. I'm not look. I'm not going to. And then at one point, he just kind of just shouts and goes, ha, oh, my God, get this off me. Brandy, get this off me. And Brandy's like, oh, my God, he's really I'm worried about him. And he is cold to the touch. And Brandy's like, I'm really worried about your symptoms. And they bring him to the hospital. They bring him to oh, the hospital. God. They cart him off to the fucking hospital. He stays overnight. He gets back the next day, and Brandy's like, what happened? And he goes, uh, th- oh, some things uh, uh, are so horrific, it's best left unspoken. And then the title card immediately slaps, Jeremy had symptoms of a heart attack. Uh, and yeah. but they, doctors weren't able to find out what caused those symptoms. I'll tell you what caused those symptoms. Acute stress and imagination. This man thought he was being atta- attacked by a ghost, a not in a very a not real situation, and was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Had a heart attack or a mild one, got there, and was like, okay, I'm good now. I got a little bit of water in me. Uh, do you guys know where it came from? And they're like, are you doing anything out of the ordinary? He's like, out of the ordinary? No. Well, I am on this TV <laughs> Depends show. Depends on how we define ordinary. Like, like, regular people's ordinary or what's normal for me? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I left my seven kids to be here. And they're like, all right, man, you can go. <laughs> like, yeah. we're discharging like, you uh, was, a medical he, leave. <laughs> yeah. 
The I idea that he was like, the... some things are better left unspoken to Brandy, who's like, first of all, that's your partner in this whole thing. Tell her what happened. Yeah. You just spent like 20 days or 23 days straight with her. Uh, fucking stop it. Oh, some things are left unspoken. He said it in such a weird tone that it felt like force. Like he was trying to make Bro, his hospital visit. Bro, this guy thinks he's in a fucking movie this guy thinks he's harrison ford and whatever harrison ford ass movie this guy hey, thinks he is the protagonist hey, in some sort of hey, thing i need you to have respect when you're when we're talking about our spiritual troops okay i need you to have <laughs> that's another thing they kept talking about spiritual warfare they kept saying shit like militarize the dead like they kept saying shit like that being like yo why is everything battle and war obsessed like Tony Sparrow's like, well, he's in he's in the oppressive state, which means that he's fighting a battle, and that's that's very you're like, what the? Why is it always got to be a battle or a war with these fucking people? Christians, man, people that believe in God, fucking shut up, fucking grow up, play a video game, get that shit out of your system, and get other fucking hobbies. You fucking idiots. I My do not God. endorse that view. I do no, not I, endorse that view. Annika endorses it big time. <laughs> Annika does not endorse that view big time. I What I want to do is I want to talk about, so at the end of everything, everything. Um, it ends Summer. exactly the way. Yeah, at the in the inevitable heat death of the universe, um, basically they're all just like, it, the, the ending is, as you can imagine, very underwhelming because everyone just, just kind of <laughs> goes, yeah, that was an experience. And then they pack it up. Yeah. And they go home. Well, the ending for Lumber Mill Inn is they find the newspaper. They're like, we were right the whole time. We figured it out. And then the ending for Sean and his other two boys is like, I squirted at the mirror across at holy water. I said a couple prayers and I heard, wait, did Adelaide say I'm home? We helped another one cross over, boys. The end. No, for you're forgetting the fact that a bunch of like doors and noises happen. But but like they. It's so clearly like the 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 producers are fucking with y'all or something because like the way it was always like I said before where they would pan the camera at the oh, last yeah. second where you kind of see the door closed but it's already been closed for a second and it's just like fucking like finally some quote unquote interesting shit is happening like you got me invested because uh, I'm waiting to s I'm invested because it's like I'm waiting for you to show something. me something. Something. something yeah but it's all shit where it's like there's there's nothing that you're showing me that i can look at that and go that's yes. unexplainable that's great right. the only thing the only thing was the vase falling off and the hey fucking i'll explain it bro they got stuff that you could put on timers or like on remote control and stuff like that. oh they could have just had like fishing lines stuck to the bottom of it with Absolutely. blue tack and just i'm not it saying yeah. that was ghosts i'm saying that is the closest to yes, having okay, something fine. that the, was on camera the whole time where you could be like like well, if speaking i was of that speaking of that moment like that comes in a part where the finale between jeremy and charlie's demon 
is Jeremy and Brandy go up to the attic again, and they sit down, and they put that that spirit box on, and they hear a girl's voice go, help, and Brandy's like, nope, I'm out of here, I'm done, and she runs downstairs, and Jeremy's like, I'm not running from you, demon, I done run too much, uh, back off, oh, get away from me, uh, 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 the devil done hiding the fire flesh. And then the Brandy flesh. at the bottom of the stairs being like, I see a this shadowy is figure. Serious. Yeah, she's like, this is fucking real, this is fucking serious jeremy watch yourself and he basically he a uh, vase falls he rips off his shirt and he's like ah demon and he at one point just stops yelling and goes well my goal is to get it in a corner and it can't leave that corner and i did a good job today and we did it big time at 28 days and I, the, the theory is proven Which literally was- that's the the most anticlimactic of anything and uh. it's just so bad it was such a clear, like, moving target where it's just like, and what we did today was, fuck, man, I don't know. We put yeah. him in a corner, like, yeah, cool. Why don't you say at the start what your goal is and then decide but whether he did. you he met says, that I'm goal. a demonologist. I send demons back to hell where they belong. He You're did like, not do that, though. He put it in a corner, and a corner, a corner is not hell. Do you That's know... your time out, demon. You face that wall and think about what you did. Could you imagine just like somewhere in, you know, let's let's pretend, you know, hell exists and all that. Somewhere in hell, there's just a group of demons and they're like in a war room or a barracks or something. They're, you know, they're they're putting on their armor, getting ready to go. And then they turn and then Leviathus comes comes into the room. They're just like, Leviathus, I thought you were on... um. I thought you were on tour in in America. You were on duty. What happened? And then he has to look his demon brethren and I. Cause and I say he because I feel like demon. Yeah, yeah, that's demons. a dude thing. Like that's that's a, that's a very dude thing. Another male um, dominated market. <laughs> I actually can I tell y'all? I learned. I've been getting really into demonology recently, uh, <laughs> and I bought. <laughs> no, hold on. So. The well, I was just going to say, like, he has to explain to his demon brethren that he was sent back was to sent hell to by corner. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy got my ass. I was sent to the corner. The Like, a bunch. He has to, like, look at a corner in the war room, and other demons are like, uh, Leviathus. Uh, he couldn't make it work. So, what were you going to uh, say? I've been getting really into demonology recently, but not the type that Jeremy does. I've been getting really right. into, like, reading the books on demons from the 1600s which are so funny because everyone just had ergot poisoning everyone was just (laughs) insane because they were full of mold um but what's really funny is that demons in the like 1600s were not like they are now where they're like and it'll fuck you up and it's spooky um some of the demons back then were like one of them had the power to make two dead bodies change place. Uh, another one had, oh my God, I, I made a list of them because they're so funny. One of them has, uh, has the ability to just disrupt economy. Like that's all wow. it says. Uh, I like these demons a lot. These are really, a lot of them have really cool designs too. Like there's one that is, uh a soldier riding a crocodile that one's actually not that exciting um there's no wait that one's not exciting is he riding it like a skateboard or what 
It does not specify. There's oh. one Gamigan. Gamigan is simply he. Okay. There's a demon named Gamigan. His power is. How do you spell that? G A M I G I N. He. Uh, his power is quote disputing liberal sciences. <laughs> and his appearance is simply described as little horse. Little horse. So those are the type of demons I want to be great. dealing with. That's great. Honestly, that's so much fun. That makes me want to believe in this garbage. That's great. That's so fucking funny. These little idiots. There's some, there's some really, like, really cool. The, the demon I got tattooed on me recently is just an owl with really, really long legs. Um, and clearly, because owls, if you pick up an owl, they have crazy long legs. They right. don't look like they would, but their they legs are like feathers. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly it's so funny because someone just like picked up an picked owl up once an and owl. was like, oh shit, that's a demon. And that is <laughs> to me hilarious. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I sorry. saw a demon on my way to work today. Image yeah, of some old timey dudes, and they see it. They're the first person to see it out, and they're just like, "That's a demon." I think it's wild that like somebody sees a butterfly for the first time and be like, "I was attacked by the demon. It was floating above me, and oh, it tried to land on me, but I, I escaped." And uh, what do you think the demon's name was? I I could only assume it was something like. Shariathus to lie. What I actually find go, going back to sorry to make this educational, um, but the the demon I mentioned earlier who had the ability to quote make two dead bodies switch places, that was so clearly a situation where someone died and their body was left for a few days or they exhumed the body, whatever. And it's in yeah. like an advanced state of putrefaction and decay. And clearly mm -hmm. these peasants were like, Oh my God, this is a whole other person. A demon did that. So there is something very interesting to like the very clear scientific background mm -hmm. to bullshit. Um, it's similar to, I mean, going back to ghosts, there's what is it? There's some sort of, well, like, yeah, like electric, Oh, Do you sorry. think that might have been the work of Gamadin? That no, like that the people I... exhumed the 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 body the and and somebody was like, well, scientifically, this is a state of decomposure that we uh, did not put them in. Is and that then, is that and woke, woke the horse came science? Around. <laughs> yeah, and the horse comes around and he's like. Get a load of this guy telling us that bodies can do this. No, that's a demon who switched the places. By the way, I'm a talking horse. That's a demon. <laughs> like, there's something about this horse I just trust more than the idea that it could be us later that does this. I, I do think um, the... <laughs> This has gotten so far from the show, but I do find the whole idea of real world causes for natural, like supernatural stuff interesting. So in areas with like heavy, it's something like heavy electromagnetic frequencies or something. Um, mm -hmm. That is a space where people oftentimes report feeling it like makes your hair stand on end. It makes you feel like there's someone standing What's behind you. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, There there's a very real natural phenomenon that causes feelings of paranoia feeling like you're being watched stuff like that and i always find that really interesting where it's like there are right. some places that are quote-unquote haunted because of xyz natural phenomenon mm -hmm. 
Well, sorry, I just turned this into a Joe Rogan thing where I was like, you guys want to talk about a show? No, Jamie, pull up Wikipedia. Well, I I just closed all my wiki tabs on this because uh, I think that does it. I think I think because like we're done with the show talking about the show. Jeremy was the most entertaining piece of this whole thing. And the mm-hmm. reason is because I was so mad every second he drew breath. Oh, can I, can I real quick? One of my favorite moments, and this is the stupid, this is so Please. stupid. No one's going to find this entertaining, but me. I love it. I love but it. But he comes, so he comes back from the hospital and the yeah. text is like, uh, Jeremy had the symptoms, had symptoms of a heart, of attack, a heart attack, but attack, but doctors but... couldn't explain where it came from. Yeah. And then, uh, which is like, as someone who has lupus, uh-huh. that, Doctors all the time will not tell you where your shit's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> like all they don't the time, be liable for it because they're like, I, I, best I got is a guess. Yeah, like all the time. But he comes in and he says that weird cryptic shit of like so some things, things are, are better left unspoken. Yeah. yeah, and then he walks in, and what does he do when he immediately walks back into the after saying some weird shit in a uh-huh. weird voice compared to the rest like because when he got out of the car he's like i'm he goes, fine and then he said that shit in a well, weird voice things and then what does he do spoken. immediately he immediately sits down and drinks an already poured cup of soda that uh, i can't tell was soda that brandy was drinking and then jeremy is like <laughs> this is mine now or brandy was like let me go be a good uh, partner and just pour some soda and have it sitting freely on the table for Jeremy to which Jeremy just saw a cup. Didn't even bother to be like, Hey, is this mine? Was, was this my soda? You think Jeremy's offering any sort of consideration for any person, but himself, the man is a walking nightmare. I genuinely look, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think Jeremy is a bad person and I hope, I hope he does not sleep well anymore, and I hope that he has back problems. And I want him to feel bad for being on this show. I love demonologist. I hope he saves lives when he works during the day and is perfectly safe and healthy in that. And then the second he goes, well, you know what would be good here is uh, this passage from the Bible that is talking about demons and get thee behind Satan, and also uh, it's not Adam and Steve. And uh, and then I, that's when I hope he ex- excruciating pain. Him being part time demonologist was the funniest Bro, thing it's to me. By because one, night. one Which, it's, uh, it implies that yeah. he is at his firefighting job saying, "Yes, I love firefighting, but I'm only doing this until my dream job makes enough money." Bro, he's got he put put PTO requests so that he can go off and demon hunt. It makes me feel better as a comic. Bro, no, let me tell you something. There are so many more people like him straight up working whatever jobs they got and being like, hey, boss, can I have this weekend off? And they're like, yeah, sure. I mean, we're covered. That's fine. Or they're like, by out of curiosity, what are you going to be up to? And they're like, you're legally, you're not allowed to ask me that. But I'm up to something very big, and I'm excited for it. (laughs) Wow, excellent. Good for you. Very proud of you. Great job this week with the sales. You're an excellent employee. And then cut to him on a fucking flight to someplace and being like, well, I heard that this 
um, this cabin next to a, a hotel where one murder happened uh, uh, by a, a person who poisoned a guy uh, it, it uh, is haunted, and I'm going to check it out. And then they upload it to YouTube with 36 views and then go back to work and sell people more like flooring or something. Again, check out The Watcher. Check out, like, actually good ghost hunting content, which is pretty much just that I'm one. Like a, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to see competent. I was I, talking to the viewers, the, the uh, listeners, okay. but you I'm can live probably your watch one as episode. Well. I'll probably watch one episode. I'm not going to lie to you. But I also am like, why? Why is this what, what people like? What would it? What must it have been to? Because it's this two show? guys. It's two guys who have probably fifteen years of improv experience between them, right. and hearing them riff is very funny. Plus, they do yeah. they gamify the spirit box in a way that's very wonderful. Where one of them says the word that one of them is wearing uh soundproof yeah. headphones and they're saying yeah. the words that they're hearing and the other person is trying to ask them questions but they can't really hear each other right. and it makes it by gamifying ghost hunting i'm like okay well, i can watch this they do that a bit in with uh with uh amy and the other two guys they do that a little bit but i'll say okay so i'll i might watch this this show but i'm kind of like i'm thinking about 28 Days Haunted, imagine believing in ghosts and believing in ghost hunters and watching this show. Did you think that they did a good job? Did you believe they saw what they saw? Did you think that, wow, Amy made the right call by not mirror scrying? Because that is scary stuff. Or did you think that it was also a crock? Um, I think I think that that does it for us that we didn't get a rose this week. I think we got to call it up. Uh, we got to let it go. Let it ride. We're back here in two weeks with the new episode from the Bachelorette season. Charity. Charity mm-hmm. starts her season. And then gang, we also gang. apparently have a uh, Bachelor in Paradise uh, uh, nearly concurrently or something. They uh, just started filming. Okay, so never mind. So point is, we're going to get Charity season and we're going to talk some shit about a show we love to hate just like we hated this show. Um, I want to thank Annika. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about demons and ghosts. Thank and you. Ghost I, hunters. if you ever have questions about ghost hunters, Mike, I know you won't, but Chris and <laughs> listeners, if you have any questions about uh, the science out. behind ghost hunting, I don't like that. I know this stuff, but if I, the things that stick in the crevices of my idiot brain are not like, how do you change the oil on your car? It's like, well, yeah, actually, well, th- clearly it looks fake, but that's because ghosts disrupt video. So the reason why it looks bad, <laughs> fart noise is jerk off motion. So yeah, I'm... yeah, yeah. It's like getting Bigfoot on camera. Exactly. Um, so Annika can be reached on on Twitter and Instagram at Annika Seeley. If you if you if you want to ask questions about ghost hunting mm-hmm. or check, get any recommendations in that regard. Uh, yes, and... check me out at Annika, A-N-I-C-A-S-E-E-L-I-E. I'm online forever talking about ghosts. We didn't even talk about my love of Scooby-Doo. Fuck. Oh, mm. wow. What? <laughs> what? That was the most well, Owen Wilson wow. Oh, wow. You didn't talk about your love of Scooby-Doo? The original ghost hunting game. 
Okay, that's fun. Okay, that's fun. Okay, that's fun. No, I also loved Scooby-Doo. What I I loved about it was that ghosts were never real, and it was always uh, somebody who had a lot of money who made a mistake and then was being The ghosts were real in the full feature-length films. You just watch the (laughs) TV show because you're a poser. A poser? No, I'm OG, baby. It was a TV show. (laughs) <laughs> remember when the harlem globetrotters were on anyway guys uh make sure to listen in a couple weeks when charity season pops up we're gonna come back at this shout out to velma in the movies the v- velma Linda cardellini is so okay good night everybody follow <laughs> us at we didn't get a rose and follow Attica at Attica seely uh a-n-i-c-a-s E-E-L-I-E. Uh, follow uh, Chris, Chris Mejia Comedy, uh, Mike Carroza. We didn't get a rose. You know what it is. G-G, baby. What am I saying? I'm looking for the theme song <laughs> to end the show. There it is. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.